Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first trip to Nintendo Land for 2023. We're here. Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Burgess, and I'm here with Alex O'Neill as Hello. well. Um, yep, that's right. We're back uh, to talk all things Nintendo. This is our monthly Irrational Passions uh, podcast all about Nintendo news and video games happening on Nintendo. And this will be a fun one. We took a break in January because we figured like what the heck is going to even happen in January and not, not really anything happened in January, as you'd expect. Granted, we we did get fire emblem engaged and we'll talk about that here, but that was like yeah. the very end of January anyway. And then we, a week later we got a Nintendo direct and that's what we're going to talk yeah. about here. Um, Cause there's a ton of stuff it's, as always. It's, you know, it's that first direct of the year, right? So of course we're kind of going to get the big, Big juicy announcements get an idea of like what the first half of Nintendo's year is like, and then like teases of kind of things that are going to be beyond that. Um, and I think this direct uh, definitely did a lot of really cool stuff and gave us a lot of really cool video games to play right out the gate, which uh, yeah, right away, <laughs> uh, which we're definitely going to talk about. We've been we've both been playing, um, playing one of those games and a, and a few demos as well, and there's been some fun stuff to check out. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to talk about this Nintendo direct that just happened. Um, we're going to, I think we'll do it a little differently this time. I thought we could do like it kind of more in a fun game, gamey sort of sense instead of just kind of going and breaking down each single, um, <clears throat> announcement and just being like, yeah, okay, that, that, that was announced. Sure. Whatever. Um, we could do a more of a, was this announcement hot or spicy or was this announcement sour and left a bad taste in our mouth? So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna check out. We're gonna go through some of the announcements, um, and we're gonna see if they were they were spicy and good, or were they sour um, and like I said, left a bad taste in your mouth. Um, I mean, I mm. think I think there's there's one. I, I don't want to necessarily start in order because um, okay. I think we, we don't have to. Because I think there was definitely some big juicy ones. Um, granted, Grant, I do I do know uh, there's one particular that you have another thesis uh, breakdown to give us on. So maybe we'll leave yeah. that one for later on. Yeah, we can um, we can leave that. So I will give the I will give my first spicy announcement that Please. I thought was a pretty a pretty spicy and fun one. Which was earlier in the direct, and I think was like kind of got overshadowed very quickly, and that was like this Dead Cells DLC that is straight up just like making Castlevania in Dead Cells. This looks yeah. that, that looks awesome, like that DLC. Yeah, it that does. Like an, kind of unexpected, just because like you, you have this kind of scenario where like Dead Space or not, not Dead Space, uh, Dead Cells came it's on out. The mind. Yeah, it is on the mind. <laughs> I'm playing a lot of that, um, but. Uh, Dead Cells came out, you know, a while ago and, you know, has has been getting like it's gotten updates like like since it like it kind of started early access and hit 1.0. Mm -hmm. Then had some like DLC updates post that. But I feel like this has been like the biggest one and you're you straight up are like playing through you're playing Dead Cells, the roguelite game, but you're going through like Castlevania environments. Richter and Simon uh, and um, I think uh, Alucard. Alucard are there. They straight up show like you will fight iconic de like uh, 
Castlevania bosses like Dracula and all kinds of stuff. You will get you will get like um, Castlevania abilities like it's, they show like the boomerang cross and like whip attacks and all kinds of stuff. That just looks super cool and like a really cool yeah. crossover. And like I was trying to think of like the, the closest thing, like, you know, something that I think a lot of people hoped for from more Nintendo games was when we got that cadence of Hyrule, like that kind of crossover with those exactly two games. It's yeah. like, we haven't gotten a lot of that. And now we're like at least getting something like that with this, which I thought was really cool. And I, have, I thought that was just a really cool announcement, right? Yeah. It seems like somebody was like the liaison between the dead cells developers and Konami kind of, right. and maybe it was Nintendo, maybe it was somebody else um, kind of got there, got the, the relationship talking and, and, and got them together of like, you know, clearly Konami's like, whatever, sure. <laughs> yeah. we, ain't, um, we ain't doing anything with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and we're certainly not going to make a new one. So, uh, yeah, why, why not? Um, yeah. And yeah, th- this is cool. Obviously, all those Metroidvania roguelikes that are, you know, very inspired by Castlevania games. Um, it's cool to see like new remix Castlevania music in this and like classic Castlevania tracks on top of that, the levels vampire killer iconic weapon. Yeah. Uh, Again, Uh, I'm curious like what the story stuff will be. I'm curious if this is like a totally separate menu option that that's all kind of self-inclusive um but it's out soon right I, yeah I I, 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 was. yeah i don't remember what the date was exactly either but i think it was pretty soon like i want to say it was maybe march like sometime in march or even er, er, uh, late early april um i can i can fact check that real quick um but that was my yeah, first I'm, I'm working on it um yeah. spicy well i was gonna say um i was gonna ask you what your first spicy or sour um announcement was from the direct now um so spicy or sour um i mean it's a march march 6 march 6 yeah it's so soon yeah it's like less than a month cool uh there it's funny like i think uh, this is one of those directs too just as an overview is very uh, Mm -hmm. um specific like it's very funny how directs have become things that will a direct has kind of like a flavor to it that will appeal to a niche audience, I think. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and they build it around it. There's a lot of RPGs in this. In this yeah. Time, so yeah. That's, that's, I was, that's fair. I was pretty positive on it overall, but I know many people were, <laughs> were not as positive on it. Um, yeah. But, w- hmm. Which is totally fine. But um, I would say uh, maybe this is a sour take maybe this is a bad sour take okay let's, and, okay. and i could see this being spicy for somebody else so like sure I sure i wanted more out of the pikmin 4 trailer okay uh, yeah is, yeah is okay, how I felt. okay sour um, it's a little, little little sour a little sour i mean sure. pikmin, pikmin 3 kind of lost me i i loved the first two i would say like two has like weird stuff in it where it's like these weird like endless dungeons and it seems like that's coming back for this game also which is you know not a huge great thing for me sure um <laughs> and any they show some new pikmin they show this dog weird <laughs> meme dog <laughs> that yeah, is terrifying yeah. <laughs> um I, I i think it was like the kind of funny guys reacting <laughs> afterwards the guy's like did you see that dog <laughs> they were like we don't know how it got in here <laughs> Uh, it's just been in the game. We yeah, can't get it's it just, out. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it just showed up one day. We can't get rid of it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we got Ice Pikmin. They, they show some cool stuff like being able to jump up on the dog and all your Pikmin are riding so you can get across water and, and you can freeze the surface of water, stuff like that. I like some of these interactions. I just like the, nothing about it seems new to Pikmin, right? It's just like, all right, here's some more Pikmin and a dog. Yeah. Um, looks good, but it, I just Pikmin 3 kind of had the same issue of like, here's a couple of new Pikmin. And then it's just Pikmin. It's just Pikmin, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I couldn't get into it. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, this this didn't have me going, like, I'm going to buy Pikmin 4 for sure. It just kind of left me in the same place where I was like, okay, it looks like more Pikmin. Right. Um, yeah. And that's kind of not where I wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit there with you. Like, I think it, this, this was, like, kind of our first proper, like, look at it. And, like, I think we needed another hook. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me as well, like I it needed something else. Like there was definitely a point in that trailer where you where they showed all that stuff where you see the do- like the dog and you're doing a little extra. The dog gives you a little bit of extra utility for getting around environments and stuff. And they showed Ice Pinkman briefly, which like had like an interesting more combat approach. Um, mm-hmm. And there was like one moment that like, but it's like at the very end of the trailer, which seemed like it maybe was teasing that there was maybe like some more co-op-y type stuff going on, like because it showed. You're, it showed like the you get into the you get into the the your character I guess whoever the little astronaut is gets into their spaceship and flies off but they were with like a whole like squad of other like spacemen in like similar colored outfits or spacesuits mm-hmm. so I kind of like I, I don't know it gave me the vibe that there was maybe like some like co-op-y stuff and that they also teased that like you know there's going to be like a more proper like night going maybe out in night in the nighttime was will be an actual thing which it always was not really a thing in the previous games right so like i i, I kind of agree with you like this definitely was like the first trailer definitely just felt like okay pinkman sure but is like what's what what is like like there's got to be a hook here right it can't just be more pinkman but i but who, who knows yeah. there is there's definitely a little bit of you know i don't want to say the switch is like over with by any means i think we still there's still like some time in the switch uh, lifespan here which I know like people don't like like to hear but <laughs> but like definitely there's definitely a vibe of like this game and like some other games that we've gotten more recently which like they feel like tail end console games where they're just like it is it is this but it's just kind of more of it and you're just kind of like okay yeah. like that's uh, very, very much how I felt like about Splatoon 3 um, yeah. and and also now like this trailer a little bit definitely felt like that a little bit so, so I at least hope there is maybe something a little bit more to it yeah. as well like some kind yeah, of, some it, kind of if, hook if we get like online co-op and stuff that could be really fun for mm-hmm. sure yeah. which you know I don't remember if the switchboard of, of Pikmin 3 had online co-op I don't I don't think I don't think it did I don't think it had online co-op and that was definitely had the local. A, a detriment yeah. to it because I know it had like some kind of they had like some kind of mini game thing and I don't know if those were online I, I think it did have some online component but it was definitely not the like online component you would want um, whereas I, yeah. I, I do remember that at least I don't remember the specifics, but I definitely remember people just being like, "Oh yeah, oh it doesn't have online." Well, never mind. Kind of kind of moment. Yeah, um, it's just it's it's also a lot of pressure because it's like what they they cold open on Pikmin Four, right? Yeah. So you know, there's a lot you got you got to have something banger. Especially when I saw that, I'm like, okay, we're ending with Zelda. I know that now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it kind of like resets all of the expectations of what the direct is. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, 
I'm hopeful. I, I, I just like Pikmin 3 lost me so hard and I, I want to love Pikmin again. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see. And I will, I will say at least like July's, it got to get delayed. I think it was July 20th was the date. Uh, it was mm-hmm. definitely in July. Or 21st. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely in that July time frame, which is a good, I think a good place for that yeah. game to be. Um, Didn't yeah. think it was going to come out that soon, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um so that's 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 a good that's a, a good place for it, um for sure. Yeah. Um let's see. Um, July twenty first for uh, July twenty first, yeah. nice. Um so my next my next up one, I I'll give I'll give another I'll give another uh I'll give my one of my sour um sour uh uh takes here. And this 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 is a little. I'm gonna admit this is just like this is just cheating a little bit because I'm I'm gonna put a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna blanket this all in because there's a couple announcements like this. And this is like Nintendo's weird like stance on like having like games with amazing DLC. Like one of like I would say a spicy announcement I'll talk about later, but also a lot mm-hmm. of sour ones. Like the a, a couple they showed across this. Like the DLCs, it just feel like they feel like they were all announcements that were like, here's this first part of the DLC that you're probably not going to care about. And here's like, but we're going to tease the second part. That's way cooler. This is probably what you actually want. But anyway, you're going to buy this. You have to buy this expansion pass now to get, get all that. And it was like Xenoblade Chronicles three fire emblem engage and Splatoon three, like all three of them got like an exact, it was like one for one that where it's just like, here's like this, here's this new DLC character lady for Xenoblade three. She's mm-hmm. just a lady and that's what you get. But also here's this, like, <laughs> here's this next part that looks way cooler. Cause you're like, it has like the, the characters from the previous game in yeah, the future, and Rex like fighting gro- together, yeah, like fighting together <laughs> as like grown adult men and like against Rex some person, like you're, a just, you're just like, I, even, even like I, I've not played those games, but even that was like, Whoa, that looks cool. That's like crazy. Yeah. Not, uh, not, not unexpected. And then like, yeah, it was, it was weird. And then like Splatoon, Splatoon, oh man, Splatoon was like actually like legitimately worse than that somehow where like <laughs> the first part of that DLC is literally they just they're just taking the hub area from I think the first Splatoon game or maybe the yeah. second one and you can now you can just I don't know you can just be in that hub I guess I, what yeah. what's the point of that I don't understand and, and it's and like don't worry all the shops sell all the same <laughs> gear all the same gear and like <laughs> like what do you what is this for who is this for like who's gonna spend money on like this part of the expansion pass especially when they like they teased like the actual thing which is gonna be like a story kind of DLC, like the Octo expansion we had uh, last time. And like, that looked like the little tease they had there was like, looked cool. Wild. Like yeah. it looked like freaking like Splatoon, near Splatoon near like, expansion. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, that's cool. And then they just showed like three seconds of that and then just left. And they're like, here, buy the expansion pass for both of these. And it's like, wow, you're literally just trying to upsell this weird other thing that is just like the, like, like it has to be like a low effort. Like, I don't know. Granted, I'm not like, I'm not like hardcore into Splatoon, but I really don't feel like I saw anybody being like, you know, Splatoon three was coming out and they were just like, Oh man, I'm so bummed that I can't hang out in Splatoon two's hub hub anymore. (laughs) Like I didn't see anybody saying that. Like, so I don't understand this such a, such a weird thing. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that should be free, right? Like, yes. you, you should yes. you should be able to like go to the hub of another of like yeah. Splatoon one and two. I think bringing that in the game would be cool, just like a free update. 
Yep. But no, they're like, no, it's part of the expansion pass. You gotta yeah. pay up. <laughs> pay up pay up to go to the Splatoon 2 hub and have Callie and Marie sing there for every so often or whatever. It's like, oh, whatever. That's, yeah, that was, I, I did not like that. That was definitely I had a similar the feeling. most sour, <laughs> one of the most sour announcements from this uh, direct. <laughs> I had a similar feeling about the, like, Kirby Return to Dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> and expansion sure. that they're adding yeah which is yeah. very like you know kind of bowser's inside story or not bowser's inside story bowser's fury god i, yeah. I, I always get this confused <laughs> also i should write that down because i actually played bowser's fury finally nice <laughs> um, awesome. i'll talk about that later um but um yeah i sim similar feeling of you know here's this extra thing yeah. explained it better in that you know it's, that just comes yeah. with the games it, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's at least just like in the game rather than like extra yeah. DLC or whatever, which would have been, that would have been worse. But yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, weird. And like, I, I it did have that extra sting of like those things of just like you have these extra modes and they're local co-op only. That's like that's like that sting of that Kirby game because like that Kirby game's fun. Um, I remember that we it's like the Wii one, the, the remake, and that one's like a good Kirby game from that two from that two D side scrolling era. But just like the fact that it's local co op, like really does just kind of kill it <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, getting spicy again. Let's, let's hear uh, it. We gotta we gotta talk about Ghost Trick Phantom Detective finally <laughs> making its way back, baby. Okay. okay I, yeah. I love this game. I reviewed cool. this game in 2011 on irrationalpassion.com, oh, I believe. That's I'm awesome. trying to find it right now. Um, yeah, this is a DS game. It is like an adventure game, uh, kind of like uh, a reimagining of like point and click adventure games. Uh, it's this kind of singular mechanic of you, you die at the beginning of the game and you become a ghost and mm. you can kind of like you have a very short range that you can hop from object to object and like haunt that object and make it do something. Um, and then by jumping into a corpse, you can rewind to the moments just before they died um, in time, like go back in time as this ghost, um, which is like wild. And I will tell you like, that is the premise of the story. And I can't even prepare you for how wild <laughs> the story gets in this game. Uh, cool. But it's like weirdly emotional. It's cool. It's an epic journey. Really clever puzzles. It's a lot about like setting a thing up to make a person move from one spot to another to then set another thing up and create these kind of like trickle down effects. Um, and it is phenomenal. It's like, you know, things on the DS are, are locked and lost to the DS yeah. in a kind of preservation sense, right? So having these ports is really the only way to to kind of keep them modern or, or have a modern and reusable way to, to access to, it to play so, them again yeah um this is great and it looks great the <clears throat> they've kind of kept the art style but hdified it it did this whole cool like 3d pixels things it, it, the closest comparison is like dead cells weirdly enough uh where mm -hmm. you know they, they kind of look like 3d people and character models but they're all pixelated right um, okay and not a lot of games have ever really done it and i think ghost trick did it best to be honest cool um but yeah highly recommended i i don't remember the release date i think it's this summer they didn't give a date that's right yeah it's, it's this summer and i think it's coming to other um, stuff too but i I, th or I think it's first yeah. on switch but then it'll, yeah. it'll come to other things um yeah it's cool like that that was definitely a bigger big theme too of like that i really liked about this direct was like 
it was a lot of ports of stuff, but it was like ports of like things that just like have, have been like have been that were really good games that have just been like locked away on older systems in places and they're just like hard to get to now. Like you said, Ghost Trick just kind of being a 3DS thing. We have like other HD ports of like GameCube games we'll talk about. Um, and then, uh, and then like other like 3DS games getting follow-ups, uh, which I'm going to talk about right now as my next spicy, uh, yeah. as a spicy announcement I have here. Um, they announced a new freaking fantasy life game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fantasy life was awesome. We won. we won. That was, that was so cool to see that. Like, and it's a proper like switch game. Um, yep. at first fantasy life on 3ds was like a really fun game. It was definitely like a, it was like a gem of a game. And I think it definitely did not get enough uh, eyes on it because I think it became pretty, it came pretty late in the 3ds era of games. So like yeah. not a lot of people saw it, but I think it would have been a game if people gave a shot, like would have really fallen into it because it, it was like one of those games, like, you know, your farm kind of adventure, like kind of like cozy farm games, but there's like a little bit more RPG, like JRPG kind of action to it. Like it, yeah. it kind of blends those really, really, really well. Yeah. It's so, like, what if we took job system and animal crossing and merged them, merged together them into, into, again, into one really cool thing. And, they, and it was really well done. So the fact that it's just getting a full on a new game um, on, on switch is awesome. Um, Dreams come true. So yeah. Dreams so are real. so I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked for that. And that's like a good place for it. I'm sure I, I hope it would come to other things. Cause like, I would also love to like play that on steam deck as well. Um, level but, five. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Le- level five had a, had a comeback for sure. Um, this, this, uh, this direct for sure. They had a lot of announcements here and like, I feel like they've not been around for quite some time in terms of like games that have come out. I was trying to remember like the last time they had like this many things at once. And it's like, dang, like they, yeah. like, you know, they're, they're popping off here, um, on the, on the, uh, old Nintendo switch this year. Um, but yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that fantasy life game got a specific announcement, uh, date. I think it just said 2023. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, that is, that is awesome. I'm happy to see that, uh, coming back. Agreed. Um, I love fantasy life. What a classic. Yep. I, yep. Yep. That I agree that that is a, a game a lot of people missed out on. That's really fun. Um, yes. And, you know, Switch switch sells. So, like, hopefully it does really well here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about Metroid Prime. That's we right. We, yeah. Metroid Prime. Spice, spicy. Time to get to the real spice. Which, great. We're, like we're, we're also, we're also, <laughs> we're also going to talk about it in, like, games we've been playing because they revealed and dropped on the same day this is direct metroid prime remastered they remastered metroid prime and like you know they did pretty much what i think you would want out of a out of like a true remastered of like the the game is pretty much that that game but all the visuals are like fully up like pretty modern visuals yeah all new character models for uh, yeah, every single thing. Uh, for every single thing, um, it's still six full sixty frames. It's still you have you have all the options for different controls. So you can have like modern control where you just you know use dual joysticks, or you can go back to a classic the classic you know style where it just kind of locks on for you. To a sense, you can straight up pull out a freaking Wii remote and use pointer and Wii remote yep. aim with it. You can p- hook up a GameCube controller through the adapter and use an original GameCube controller to play yep. this remastered. 
Um, it's incredible. It's just, it is fantastic. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but it's yes, just good vibes. Yes, that that definitely was the big thing. Um, yes, awesome, awesome. Everyone awesome. in our Slack was screaming. <laughs> yes, losing our minds. That that it was. It, it's real. Um, <laughs> we pour one out to Jeff Grubbs. Jeff Grubbs shaven head. Cause he, mm-hmm. cause he, cause he was two months, two months off. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service, Jeff. Grubb, thank, you for your, thank you for your service. Um, this is, this, this does bring up the hope that the, cause his original rumor was you would get this remastered version of Metroid prime and then two and three are coming, but they will be more just like traditional HD kind of ports. ports. Um, mm-hmm. I hope maybe this does really well and maybe they, they, you know, rethink that the budget on those rethink yeah. that and maybe make them like you know these this kind of updated version of those two but we'll have to wait and see that would hate me too <laughs> it'd be awesome but that 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 would mean that would also probably mean that they have them holding off prime four even longer and now having yeah. this i'm now very hungry for that prime four yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> still good 21 years yeah, later still still, still yeah still one of the best one of the best out there um, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's a hot one for sure. Uh, let me see, let me scroll through here real quick. Cause I'm looking at, um, I think I only got spicy things left. I mean, I could dunk on, uh, what's it called? Samba de Amigo if I really wanted to, but <laughs> I, I don't, I, or fashion dreamer, but I don't yeah. feel the need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like those, those do not, those are not worthy enough. Um, as, as like, yeah, to dunk on, um, I will do my, I will do a spicy here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, we only have, we only really have the spice left. Um, and that is, we got, um, a, a, a brief tease of wave four of Mario Kart DLC and we got to see a Yoshi's Island track for Mario Kart eight deluxe. Um, oh, this track looks, looks so good. This looks track track looks phenomenal. It is straight up. They just straight up took the. The you know if you if you booted up Yoshi's Island on the Super Nintendo and you see like the little island at the start, they basically made that into a track where you're like racing around and going through the the parts of the tracks and they're based on the levels where you know you have the the autumn the autumn kind of fall area with chain chomps and shy guys on stilts in one area, and then you're going underwater in another area and you're like flying up you're riding driving up a volcano and then you like fly off it into like a cloud land. Mm-hmm. There's there's Yoshi coins like the coins on the track are the like Yoshi coins with the Yoshi face on it when you, you can hear in the trailer if you listen closely you can hear when you, when a character picks them up it's like making all the sound effects from Yoshi's Island the game and in the it. item the item things are a little question mark yeah. or they at least have additional question so mark they, so so what it is so what that is is that question mark cloud is in the gliding section and if you hit it, it 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 um it makes an extra path like it does in the game so like you oh that's so you, cool you can see it briefly in the in in one of the shots you can see like them yeah. you can see an, a new character also being added in the DLC which is a first for the waves four we see Birdo as a playable racer and she is like Yoshi where you can pick a bunch of different colors um as her and she like hits one of those blocks or one of those like question mark clouds in the air and you can look down below at the track and you see a bunch of like the little red step ladder. You looking things appear above like where you would normally land the track and it looks like it takes you down like a different path. So yeah, this track just looks really cool. Um, it's the only track we saw for it. It was just a little tease, um, which was really cool. Um, 
yeah, we know it's spring 2023, so I'm guessing this is going to be like end of March, early April. Um, cause yeah. that was when, uh, the first original wave a year ago launched, I think for the, the start of the DLC. <clears throat> yeah, this, this is awesome. Um, I want to, I want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. now that we have characters coming in, coming in, cause we, we also got confirmation that, um, there was a press release like alongside all, of course, for all the direct news and they confirmed that, character there will be characters coming each wave now there will like they didn't say how many characters each wave so we might only be getting like a character per wave like we see birdo here and this wave we might get another character here we don't know yet i don't think they've specified if there will be multiple characters each wave but who do you want in who do you who do you want in who do you want to see either like you know i'm guessing i'm guessing it'll it'll stay in the realm of mario characters because sure like i'm guessing like you know we have to pull from since the dlc is pulling from all of you know previous mario kart and mario kart tour that still leaves like a lot because like tour has like basically every character in mario in it i'll say this i think captain falcon's got a shot okay he's got a shot he's already got two tracks in there so it's not like we're gonna add another uh f-zero track He's got an iconic vehicle that they can easily turn into a Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to see those thighs on a goddamn motorcycle. Yeah, All just right? like over, over, up to his up to his head. Yeah, as he scrunches, way too scrunches into a tiny little cart. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would say I wouldn't say Captain Falcon if, you know, Link wasn't already in there. But, you know, he's not yeah. a humanoid and they can just kind of make the proportions similar to him. Um, but, yeah, I think Captain Falcon's got a shot. OK, cool. Um, I think I think because um, I've uh, that same day as um, somebody who still checks in with Mario Kart Tour like the sicko that I am mm-hmm. um, that same day, we actually got a new original track in Mario Kart Tour as well. And it's a uh, it's not it's called Piranha Plant Cove. Um, and it basically is um, the first time a tour car. Uh, it's a it's a completely original track. Like obviously like tour has a lot of city based tracks. Um, but this is like an original tour track. It's basically, like I said, Piranha Paint Cove. It's basically a mixture of like these ancient kind of ruins, underwater ruins that you're driving around. Um, but the thing with it is it is like those city tracks um, where it has multiple variants. So right now in tour, you can play Piranha Plant, Plant, Piranha Plant Cove 1 and 2. And assume, five times yeah, I know, and, assume, <laughs> and assuming there will probably be a third one later like tour. Um, and they will basically probably in a future Mario Kart DLC wave, they will drop them all together as one track and it'll play out through different uh, different routes each lap, which is the first time like a tour original tour track has done that because we got like the, the Christmas track last wave and the, the ice cream track. And they were pretty much just big kind of ovals and loops almost. They're kind of a little bit more basic this is the first time one of those original tracks is getting that treatment. Um, and a big thing in that in that track is there's a bunch of iconography of a certain PD piranha um, all over that track because there's there's straight up these big these like this big ruin uh, that you race up and there's big you know PD piranha heads like statue heads like on the the ruins everywhere. Um, so I think he's you know it's piranha plant plant piranha plant cove. Um, so there's like piranha plants all over the track as well. So I'm assuming that would be a yeah, safe King bet. King Boo needs his partner back. You Exa- know what I mean? Exactly. I think that would be a, a pretty safe bet for, you know, either not not maybe not this wave. Um I would say maybe like the the sum, like the summer wave or whatever the last wave ends up 
uh, bringing us. Um, that that's yeah. that would be that would be my easy lock as another character coming in. Yeah, especially like they mentioned, Birdo's come back from Double Dash. Peter Piranha was also in Double Dash. So, yeah. yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, banger, banger for sure. Um, yeah, super stoked. They like they've only like I, I'm super impressed with this DLC. Like as this compared to the previous things, these expansion weird expansion passes they've been talking about. Like this Mario Kart DLC has only gotten better and better like each wave, and it seems mm-hmm. like this fourth wave is going to continue that trend because. If it has some of the other tracks that were proposedly like in a leak when like some of the music got pulled out, there's like a lot of really cool tracks in that. Like um, there will will definitely be a GameCube double dash track in here for sure. Um, There will be um, one of my favorite actual tour tracks was like one of the city ones called Singapore Speedway is actually a really cool track. It's like it's, you know, it's a nighttime city track. And like, you know, you have one 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 lap where you're straight up like getting shot of a cannon onto like the top of this huge skyscraper that has like Goombas in a pool that you're like driving through. And then you're like, then you're like, you know, racing around all kinds of city streets and these crazy like light up bridges and stuff. It's a really, really actually like a cool looking track even for tour. Um, so I, if that track ends up uh, being in here, which, which was a part of that leak that, that was supposed to be coming this wave as well, that, that would be really cool. Um, just to finally show off some really cool um, tour tracks. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, looks so good. I'm, yeah. it, you know, we've gone from the smash era to the Mario Kart era. Mm-hmm. It's funny how like, it, you know, the two, one of the two of the most successful games that they've had, they, they managed to figure out how to do DLC for at least. So yeah. Yeah. For gives sure. Me hope. Yeah. It gives yeah. me hope that, yeah. Like, and I, and like, you know, I, what my hope, my hope is what is happening here is that like, in this in this kind of building and development of this DLC, it is more so building like this is kind of training and teaching the team that will go on to make whatever the next Mario Kart is, mm-hmm. and like you know they can they can you know build off of you know they clearly started on tour and built off of tour and are now going into eight and taking everything that was good about eight and and implementing those back into like the stuff they did in tour. And if they could somehow combine that into some amalgamation of a new Mar- full new Mario Kart. Um, I think it could be a, a really, really cool game. I can tell you it's going to sell well. Yes. Yeah. It will, <laughs> it will sell a lot, a lot still. Cause I mean, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely gotta be the reason why the, you know, they're, they're still banking on eight because it sold so well. And now it's like, well, now we got to follow this up. What the fuck do we do? <laughs> like, yeah, like exactly. how do you, how do you, where, where do they, what do they even do after, you know, what is it like probably over 50 million or more something? <sighs> Yeah. Kart it might be sold. more. It might be yeah. sixty. Like I, I really don't know. It's it's like a fifty yeah. percent attach rate to switch. Yeah, like, it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like it's 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 wild. Um. So, um, so go ahead. Spicy. What, what do you got for spicy? It's more spicy stuff. Just because you know, a lot of good stuff in here. Um, the GBA in Game Boy coming to Switch finally. Yeah. We've been talking about this for you know decades. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, we talked <laughs> yeah, we definitely talked about that like uh, episodes month months ago now. And when like, it leaked, right? The emulator yeah, leaked, it, right? The emulator leaked and it gave us a bunch of uh game names for Game Boy and Game Boy original and Game Boy Advance games, and it seems like they just gave them both at once. Um, and mm-hmm. they did it in a way that makes complete sense where um, you can get original Game Boy games if you have like the base to Nintendo base and Nintendo Switch Online subscription. But if you have the expansion pack, you will also then get Game Boy Advance games alongside that. Um, yeah. And they also just straight and- up drop this the day of the direct. So like those are all available now, which is 
which is also pretty crazy that they just were like, oh, yeah, here, there it all is. There you go. Uh, a lot of good titles out the gate, right? I really love that they added Game Boy Color filters to games that didn't ever have Game Boy Color filters, like oh, Metroid cool. 2, for example. Um, never had like an official Game Boy Color aesthetic, but now it does. Uh, nice. And Mario Land 2, um, which looks great. Um, and also the the i think the library is is solid and and we got good teases of things to come like they showed the games that you want that are coming metroid fusion oracle of ages oracle of seasons golden sun like those are yeah. the games that you want they are coming yep. don't worry they're all there and there's yep. there's a lot good there too like they put freaking minish cap on there you got superstar mm-hmm. saga for mario and luigi both mm-hmm. like phenomenal games they they put I think they put the War, Warrior Land three on there. That's like the Game Boy, the original Game yep. Boy Warrior Land. Um, I hope they do do Warrior Land four though at some point because that game was like that game was a sleeper. Um, yeah. Um, what else they I know they had yeah you, know, you said like they had Metroid two. Um, I think they also said Pokemon Trading Card game was coming at some point. And I have to imagine you know we are we're in we're in like the middle of February now. Usually the end of February is when we usually get that Pokemon presents that kind of tells us what's coming this year yeah. for Pokemon. That's I, why we didn't hear about yeah, any Pokemon. Yeah, stuff, I would I would know? imagine yeah the reason we did not hear about any particular Game Boy Pokemon games or GBA Pokemon games is because they will just probably talk about them there. Mm-hmm. Whether they and, um, will drop right then and there, I I, I don't think th- think so. But maybe they will say like, "Hey, here's like you know, red, blue, or maybe just red and blue are coming later this year." And so you know, and then we'll get like you know, maybe ruby and sapphire as well, or maybe or maybe they might just you know cut cut the cut the OG ones out and do like fire red, leaf green for the Game Boy Advance, but those oh, on please, there that'd be really please. cool too, and just do those ones instead. I'd and, be totally uh, down. We have WarioWare, you know. You right. can't ever complain when you yeah, get WarioWare. Yeah, yeah, that that oh the the original uh, GBA WarioWare. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. They also, I think they also said, um, didn't I? Didn't um, Japan, Japan got it? Also, another really good game. I forget which one it was. Oh yeah, it did. But uh, like, um, I think it was like the Frog Prince uh, game. Yes, I think that uh, like that Japan, the Japan version of like the GBA Online. You can go play that. Um, so that's that's cool. That's yeah. They those you know. I'm hoping you know they've not had the best uh, rollout of some of this stuff because uh, there's usually been like monthly drops for N64 games, right? So I'm I'm guessing this will. I know. I mean, we still know we have um, um, N64 games coming each month because I know we haven't gotten all the ones. They yeah, said we're still they waiting were. on the stadium games and, and I think yeah, one other thing. So like Mario, I think there's still another Mario Party Mario, that has to Mario come. Mario Party Three, I think. I yeah. think has to come on there. So like we'll probably still get some N64 games, but we'll hopefully also start getting those GBA games soon as well. Um, but yeah, great, great addition uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the J- Japan got the frog, the frog for whom the bell tolls, which is an old uh, action RPG for the Game Boy. And the two different Fire Emblem titles for the Game Boy Advance. Ah, okay, got it. Because they were Japan exclusives, right? Cool, but yeah, there, yeah, there also was a Fire Emblem GBA game on there too, right? Yeah, the original Army. Fire Emblem uh, in the U.S. is also coming to the okay. Uh, it's coming later. The U.S. ones, cool. cool. So, but yeah, it's, it's it's coming later. Excellent. Um, yeah, let's let's see. I'm, I think I can find one other. Um, let's see. 
see if there's any other because like you said like a couple of the remaining things are like um they're they were fine uh but nothing crazy like i i will just i will say um my spicy i have another spicy here that's like a quick one and like mm-hmm. it's gonna just be uh like an own personal problem for me that i've made for myself was octopath Tra- traveler 2 demo um is here um, and that's similar to like what a square does for a lot of those and they will have and th- that will carry over to the base game uh look i am super stoked for octopath traveler 2 um but if you know us uh we have another me and alex have another podcast um that has that we've recently been i think it started since the last time we did a nintendo land episode yeah. to be fair yeah um, where we talk about destiny 2 it's not a nintendo game uh but it is a podcast we both host and uh do stuff for the biggest like the a major expansion and update to the game that game is coming out four days after octopath traveler does so i'm not going to be able to play it um till till probably much later unfortunately uh and i am bummed by that because it looks it looks amazing like it looks like everything you'd want a sequel for octopath 2 and i liked octopath 1 a lot it was definitely one of my favorite jrpgs in like recent years um so there's definitely part of me that's been sitting here constantly, was like, man, I just want to go play that demo, and then and then <laughs> like it'll give like and then I then I can go play a demo and check it out, and then and then I'll be able to play a little bit of that, of of that you know Octopath two when it comes out proper, but then like you know at best I may maybe get like five to ten hours into it and then have to drop it, and then like I don't want to come back to it like two months later and be like, what was I what was I doing, what yeah uh, what and then, so who's I, this guy. Yeah, so I'd rather I'd rather just like give it the time it deserves. So like I probably will be a um early, late spring uh play for me. Um but yeah, it still looks awesome and I'm happy they they're continuing the like we're going to put demos out for this and um let you let you do your thing. So um that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but I don't know, do you have anything else besides the last uh the big the big boy here we can get into? Yeah, beside the big boy, and you know, we're gonna talk about the Sea of Stars demo, so I won't oh, yes, right. you know, burn a thing on there. That's great. Uh very looking forward to it. Um uh gonna go off book here. My another my last spicy thing here was the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie trailer from the <laughs> Super Bowl motherfuckers. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, we should that we should we should so mention that. Good. It was so good. I yeah, they recreated the the theme song from the original Super Mario Brothers Super Show. They even brought in like the voice actress who played Peach in yeah. that show, or the actor um, uh-huh. who who does the lady at the end of the commercial. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I the, loved it. Yeah, it's really good. Like that, the number in the in the uh, in the um, actual uh, little promo, and also on the website actually works. So you can like call it. You'll get like some kind of voice line from like Luigi or um, who is it? Um, uh, charlie charlie day doing like luigi like talk to you and you can also like text message it and it'll give you like messages and stuff it's it's very it's a very well done uh little bit there and yeah and Um, the website plays like the gamecube logo drop from when you boot the console uh plays the audio (laughs) of that in a remix form which is just uh the love that is going into this project makes me hopeful in a big way yeah i'm Uh, I'm really looking forward to it and they put out like a billion like movie posters i don't know if you've seen too many but some of the posters online like some of those posters are like like amazing like looking like i remember there's like one that's like princess peach driving down rainbow road and looks really Mm -hmm. cool there's one where it's like uh bowser and kamek like standing up above like a big army of people and it looks really good 
Um, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, they 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 got the right people to make this movie. I think Alex. Um, yeah. So I'm, it makes it makes me so happy. At least like clearly yeah. they're all huge Mario fans. They're having the time of their life making yeah, this movie. Yeah, and that's that's good. Yeah, and it's still very entertaining to always hear these random uh, Chris Pratt interview like quotes where I think some people are like, it's gotten to the point where some people I think are, are making some of them up, but they're still hilarious. Cause they were like, still, yeah. you can still tell totally, fake quotes. Yeah, out you, there, can still, you, yeah, you can still totally makes like, you still totally would be surprised if you just said that as well. Um, yeah. Um, and I think another thing that happens, we got a clip as well from the Mario movie where we actually heard a very short snippet of Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Um, and you know, he, 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 he you know, it was not as horrifying as I was. I was led. I was. I was. Uh, as as I ended up thinking it would be um, to to like par- to partially like a relief, but also kind of disappointed at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's it's always too layered. You know? Yeah, it's like dang. I was hoping you just like just you you just get a little bit of the. Like, oh, was right. You know, yeah, it's like oh no, he's just laughing again. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit of that laugh would have been would have been uh, would have been very. You'll get it. It'll be like right at the end. Yeah, maybe at the end. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Um, But yeah, I think those are like I think those were like the 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 heat the hot um, things that we're talking. Oh, I guess we should we should shout out um, Advance Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp um, is is going to be out in April. So it is it is alive. Well, Uh, Mm -hmm. um, I think they did say that like you know I think when they originally announced announced it. Um, there's supposed to be like, like customs, like maps and like some online functions were coming post launch. But I think they just said in this trailer, like it's going to be there. Cause like it's now been yeah. a year plus since this game was, I think supposed to be out. Um, fully finished. Yeah. So fully finished. So like, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's a, that's a good win for like people who have been kind of waiting for that. Um, for Do not sure. show any gameplay. <laughs> Very cleverly worked around yeah. showing any yeah. tanks or anything. Yeah. It was, so. it was definitely a pretty quick and easy. Just like, yep, here it is. Good out. stuff. Two months. See you. Bye. Two months. Um, but yeah, um, th- I think that I think those were all the things we're shouting out. There were there's definitely plenty of other announcements that happened. Um, you know, I will say, admittedly, like you said, kind of at the top, like overall, this direct, you know, was for, was for some people, not for some people. I definitely had the vibe of like, for me, um, it was like you know a solid twenty to twenty five minutes of just like stuff. I like was glazing my eyes over about and then and then like the last like 10 minutes were just like oh my god what the hell is happening like yeah it got pop- really unhinged at some point just like popped off like announcement after announcement they like left all the heavy hitting stuff like right like for the last 10 minutes of this thing um and they closed it out on a more proper trailer for tears of the kingdom um yeah. this was definitely the like Here's here's a hype trailer and now go pre-order this game because they ended it like yeah. with pre-orders and of course you know we're gonna talk about the seventy dollar thing. Uh, yep. we'll talk about yes, it. yes, and obviously the thing that came out of it uh, was that Tears of the Kingdom will be a seventy dollar video game. So yeah, we'll 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 talk about that. But yeah, an incredible incredible trailer. Yeah. Um I I've pre-ordered my 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 special edition. 100 i think it's like 130 dollar edition so i don't give a fuck about a 70 dollar edition because i bought that thing anyway Um, yeah but yeah i know you have you have uh pieced together um some some shots in the trailer and things to to take away so i will let you have it i want to hear what you've discovered 
lot of cool stuff. Shout out, obviously, to the amazing Zelda community that's out there. You know, mm-hmm. always shout out Celtic, always killing it. Yeah, uh, he had a great. I think it's like a thirty-eight minute <laughs> breakdown <laughs> on this trailer. Awesome. That's great. And and he's you know he's a great dude, and he he knows the lore better than like anybody. Um, but also Bandit Games and and just a ton of great Zelda videos out there. Um, so I'll I'll take you through the big ones because there's plenty. You know, you know, we get some nuts and bolts ass vehicles in this. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely saw a lot of edits of like Legend of Zelda nuts and bolts, like with yeah, like Tears of the Kingdom art and stuff coming out of this because yeah. you pretty probably see like Link like pulling parts out of like the pull out of a lake and like it looks like he's pulling like a big car tire out of the lake and then all of a sudden he's yeah. driving like a weird car but then he also has like a weird like hovercraft like later it's and a some, hot air balloon yeah it's some uh, some some crazy looking stuff if that's like how it's gonna go down <laughs> yeah uh so i'll direct i don't know if you have it set up to where you can show the trailer but i'll, I'll direct yeah. to a couple yeah. of of frames um at the 27 minute mark, you know, we see these Boca blends mining in this really weird area. People have believed that this is a huge underground cavern. Mm. Um, and we can see some spirits to the right. There's malice on the ground, which, you know, we know we find Ganondorf or whoever it may be um, underground. Uh, there's like a weird tingy echo from the Boca blend ma- mining. Uh, the enemies look all malicey. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely fully convinced that there are huge underground areas of this game that we have not seen, and this is like the only legitimate tease. We get a couple other shots in this show. Yeah. This is the only legitimate yeah. tease we've gotten of it. Right. Um, big one at the 30 second mark. We get this great shot at nighttime of the Great Bridge of Hylia over Lake Hylia and on the bridge there's just a fucking three-headed dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's like straight uh, up a boss from like the, one of the old Zelda games, right? Yeah, like it's straight people up think like, it's it's Gleok, which is one of the OG Zelda 1 enemies that's also uh remade in Oracle of Seasons, which obviously has that same whole dungeon remade in it. Um mm-hmm. and there's a couple versions of Gleok, you fight him with one head and then you fight him with three heads and then five heads. This is a three-headed dragon. The head, the heads looks like skeletal and on fire. Very cool. Regardless, yeah. like I just want to fight that guy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that'd be a cool fight, especially that in that place, but in particular, like that's just yeah, 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 looked cool. Also, potentially, there's a lot more dragons. Just you know, out there. Yeah, this just, could just yeah. be like a world just boss. Be, yeah, you know, like, like yeah. a Hinox. Yeah, could just be like a Hinox. Yeah, that's really rad. Um, uh, we see a lot of shots, and you can see one at the 33 second mark of when we're looking at Hateno Village of those like green swirls people i think have come to the conclusion that they are more than likely fast travel points of some kind um Mm. either to jump around the map or to go up and down from the sky to the ground or potentially even go underground because they are kind of swirling downward um and they also appear to be at locations where shrines used to be uh which is very interesting Mm. um Get some of that Ganondorf VO. Obviously, Ganon having a voice for the first time. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, seems to be Matt Mercer. Um, I've listened to a lot of hours of Critical Role, and I can tell you with, with confidence <laughs> that that is probably Matt Mercer. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, which is cool because he played Ganondorf in like a live action fan film for Smash Brothers one time. Nice. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't, know, I don't necessarily know if that went into it, right? Like Matt Mercer, I think he works for one of the same, like, PR companies for voice actors that had a lot of the voice actors that were in uh, Breath of the Wild. So I, I think it's just like, you know, they were going down the list. They found a good villain. He's got a good villain voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good pick. 
in the 56 second mark when we're seeing a bunch of enemies spawn in on the great plateau looks like we see a redead um coming yeah, back yeah i definitely i definitely Ocarina saw some, some screenshots of that online as well where like it shared like a lineup of enemies Mm-hmm. Kind of, and you can kind of see him like he's kind of like in the back, like lurching back up. Like, yeah, yeah. he's got a the, the vertical mouth, uh, kind of skeletal, but also the, the kind of like mummified brown skin. Yeah, um, we also see a couple times throughout the trailer, but in that shot as well, a boss bokoblin, which the Japanese Zelda Twitter account tweeted out some concept art of, just like a, a big leader bokoblin. Yeah, he's um, like, it's like blowing a horn to like, like get the other ones to like start fighting or something. Yeah, it was a cool, yeah. Or or to buff them potentially, yeah, uh, yeah. which is really cool. Just see a lot more enemy variety, which is really cool to see, for sure. Yeah, and and we see some more wild stuff in that regard, like the big cube monster. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, some, that's, some kind of some kind of boss or something. Yeah, somewhere in the sky. So I have a theory that that not a lot of people have been talking about. Um, so I want to put it in people's brains at, at around the one twenty seven, one twenty six mark. You know, we see Link shoot a new arrow type. Um, and it also like homes in on this new flying uh, lizardy enemy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. People are thinking like, oh, they're homing arrows, but I don't think that's it. Uh, we see that in this shot, the arrow has like, it looks like if I had to guess like an Octorok, one of those Octorok sacks on it, um, which maybe makes an explosive arrow, potentially a crafted arrow. Mm. Uh, but we also see Link's new hand glowing green and there's a shot of green in this uh, shot so i think link is using a more dangerous arrow and his hand is giving it the power to seek in on an enemy that he's targeted um, uh-huh. so i think maybe one of the abilities is going to be the hand uh allowing you to shoot homing arrows which sounds really cool i don't necessarily know what the limitations on that could be but link's hand does not glow unless he is using one of the hand's abilities so that makes me think right maybe yeah, homing arrow hand. Uh, yeah aug- augmenting yeah those arrows um, see some rail grinding which is pretty sick uh, yeah. on on the volcano suck it sonic uh, Lincoln, suck it sonic Lincoln grind now too but also in the very end of that shot to the right you can see the fan blade propellers that link will then use to craft the floating vehicle that he uses later in the trailer oh, um, nice. so so you know potentially looking around for resources for things like that um and then there's the big one which is around the 131 mark 132 where we see a glowing goddess-like being that looks very similar to Zelda reaching her hand out in a dress we've never seen before that has the little tear symbols that we saw on the mural and the previous symbol on it. Um, And they are reaching out to what seems to be Link or potentially the original owner of this clawed hand that Link uh, gains access to. Um, And this is mixed with the Zelda VO that we hear later of like, I don't know if you can beat him, lend him your strength. I think that this is the goddess Hylia, yeah. uh, and I think Zelda is dead, um, which is wow. a bummer. But I, I, and shout out to Barry Courtney over at Kind of Funny, another great breakdown of the trailer that they did. He brings up the point, like the, this whole thing about the Tears of the Kingdom trailer being pulled from the UK direct after the Queen died, like didn't really make any sense, Tears of the Kingdom, whatever. But I think if you are on the other side of that and you know that the inciting incident of this game is uh, the princess to be queen dying that yeah. makes a lot of sense to me and it's like way too specific yeah sure uh, yeah. Oh, wow. i don't necessarily mean like zelda is going to be dead the whole game maybe the game is partially about resurrecting her or whatever or her being right. reincarnated as hylia and and the cycle like potentially a lot about the zelda cycle and all this in there um 
and maybe she'll be like it'll be like spirit tracks where she's a ghost that hangs out with you the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's um, like her her power is the hand and the power exactly. in your hand or something. Yeah. Maybe she's like your Fi or your your Navi that's like your companion. She lives in your hand. Who knows? I don't know. That'd be kind of weird, yeah, but kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, also. Or like, yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you're collecting all of these things to like resurrect her because she's like the one that can like stop all of this malice coming coming. Like you need yeah. you need her because like something I saw as well on online, um, which I don't know if you were to get to it or not. Um, mm-hmm. With like, or if it was talked about in any of the videos you saw, and some it's something I pointed out on Twitter. Uh, um, her name was Rebecca. She does like uh, another Nintendo podcast. I follow her. She had a, she had a really mm-hmm. good theory. That showed like the, the pointing out the hand that has become the clawed hand, and we see like in, in the, like the very last shot of the trailer is like Link's like burned up, damaged hand reaching yeah. out to like save Zelda. That would be like every time we've seen that hand in previous things, like that is the hand where he shows where he puts his hand. You see the Triforce as so I'm yeah. seeing. So her she brought up the idea of like. He he, like um, I guess maybe in that whole event where all that all that stuff is happening and the thing and Gan is being reawakened is the, is him taking Link's Triforce power away from Ooh. him, and that and so like he loses his Triforce power, and but and, but in turn is trying to like save Zelda and maybe like all of this stuff horribly fails and then he is saved by like the goddess Helia and she gives her him this new power in place of that so that they can you know. Re- return the trifa- Triforce powers um, back to where they need to be and like maybe you're doing that to give you your, your Triforce power back and maybe you're bringing you know maybe like Zelda's like maybe not dead but maybe like you know in a coma or something mm-hmm. like you know um, and she she had her Triforce power taken as well or something like that and maybe that's like the whole thing is like you are trying to restore the balance with the help of this goddess or something yeah. like that yeah, Triforce not in Breath of the Wild really at all. You know, yeah, it's, it's obviously exactly, mentioned yeah. uh, and, and visually referenced frequently, but it, it really has no play in that game. Um, same with Din, Nehru, and Ferrore, right? Ever since Skyward Sword, we haven't really right. talked about them. Uh, so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of potential. But yeah, the last two things really to point out are that at 158 in the trailer, we see the malice erupting out of Ganon. We see a partially damaged Master Sword and a partially hurt Link. Mm-hmm. Uh, then some interesting and probably pretty strategic cuts um, in this Princess Mononoke-ass shot um, that show Link straight up dropping the Master Sword to chase after Zelda, which I know... My shippers out there were real hyped about that. I yeah. know that people were like, "Oh yeah, this if this man is choosing this woman over, you know, the the sort of evil's bane, that's some love right there." Yeah, um, yeah. But also, kind of indicates the severity of the situation. <laughs> this is not going to go well out the gate. Yeah, very good way to set up Link losing all of his powers and abilities to then have to rebuild himself up throughout the whole game. Right. Um, really curious, like why the Master Sword isn't able to stop Ganon in this instance. I, you know, there's. A lot of questions as to why why is the Master Sword able to be broken by evil if it is the Blade of Evil's Bane? Uh, I don't know, but I yeah. am hoping that like, part of this game and story is going to be reforging the Master Sword, most certainly, yeah. uh, and yeah, potentially turning it in, into a new sword. The Ultra Sword. Who yeah, knows? that'd be that'd <laughs> pretty cool. There definitely is that that kind of, like I want to say, like in one of those previous trails we saw, like Link pulling out a broken sword at something that looked like it being restored to its power, restored power, mm-hmm. given power. We've seen, we've seen the, the, logo. the logo. 
yeah, the yeah. logo with like you know it shows partial partially the sword broken, but then like the other part of the coming out of the part of the part of the logo is like that green looking like iconography we've seen everywhere. So maybe yeah, we are kind of uh, giving it like a new power. Yeah, uh, something's going on with the master something's sword. Going on, yeah, and and uh, obviously the the heart of that blade, the story of it, the <clears> goddess <throat> sword that became the master sword that you forge in Skyward Sword that has been through all these games. It's there's going to be some big story with it. And again, the thing I'll say, I love this trailer. Um, the more I watched it, the more I loved it. The music's great. Uh, Ganondorf is great. The fear and and tragedy that you get from this trailer is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm just going to throw this out there for to annoy people. Those vehicles that you make are probably going to break as well. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> they're going to wear out yep. for sure. Yep, and break. You're going to have to rebuild yeah. them. Yeah, um, tires going to pop uh, off, and then you just skid off somewhere. You're just like, yep, oh, exactly. shit. it's going. It's going to happen. So just temper yep. yourselves now, yep. you yep. weird yep. weapon break haters. Yeah, uh, yep. yeah, but it's still here, uh, your master it's still sword. Here. I, I want. I want the. I they want, broke the master they sword. They literally <laughs> broke the master sword for for like the, the major plot point of this game. But I also. But also, I want. I, I, this is what I want because I'm with you on, on like mm-hmm. I want this game to just be like be like telling like Hey, you motherfuckers, fuck you. This, yeah, we're like, leaning in. <laughs> we're leaning in. I want. I want us to be able to reforge the master sword, but it still breaks. <laughs> yeah, it still breaks. So you like just wow, have it's this new. It's this new powerful sword, and it like it has like the crazy godly powers. If it is like highly giving you this, but also it needs to recharge because it's using this new power or whatever. Yeah, I would, yeah. I'd be like, I yes, do, great. I love this fucking <laughs> <I> video do, <laughs> game. <laughs> I do think that they will probably make the Master Sword unbreakable by the end of this game, but you're gonna have to work for that. I'll let right. you, you sure. listening know thinking are that you're, gonna, you're just are gonna, gonna be able to, to get it. Are you gonna have to buy the Tears of the Kingdom expansion pass expansion DLC pass. <laughs> and then go through sixty more trials to get it there? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I the sentiment, and I've had this sentiment before, we've talked about it on the show before, uh, there is clearly a lot they're not talking about with this game. Even this trailer, which shows so much. We got vehicles, we got flying, we got this, we got that, we got underground, like finally some level of underground we know is for sure going to be in yeah. this game. But even still, I feel like I know nothing about this yep, game. No, like, no nothing. And I love that. I'm here for it. I'm not going to watch anything else. If they announce Nintendo Direct on this, I ain't going to watch it. I don't need it. <laughs> this trailer was more than enough yeah. of a great tease of stuff. And yeah, I, I just think there are secrets in this game that we're not going to know until we hold it. And, and you know, keep that in mind as we move from this into our discussion about it being 70 United States dollars. 70 United States dollars for Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, like, look, man, like, I, I am not surprised by this, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, me either. Because it's like, if, th- if this were the game Nintendo, like Nintendo is looking at, like you know, other uh, Jeff Jeff Grubb, I think put it very well. I think on their their Nintendo podcast. So I'll just I'll just echo the words of him. Somebody at Nintendo saw Sony uh, Sony PlayStation star. What is that? The All Stars Destroy All Stars Racing game. That was a PS5 launch game. Was a seventy dollar video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and surprised me Nintendo going like they put that game at fucking seventy dollars, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put T- Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom at sixty dollars. No, no, no. There's <laughs> no. absolutely a conversation that happened at Nintendo like something like that. Like they saw some other game that was like pr- priced at that premium seventy dollar quote unquote, and they're going like they're 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 charging seventy for that. Yeah, we can charge seventy for Tears of the fucking Kingdom. The, yeah. Like, 
the follow-up to like one of the like most you know critically critically acclaimed video games of all Zelda game you know like yeah they're gonna fucking put that at seventy dollars because we see that we could and we can say that like I don't think every Nintendo game going forward. Uh, like are all like the kind of I guess bigger echelons of Nintendo are going to be seventy dollars right there and putting like you know I, Pikmin I think is is sixty dollars Pikmin so. four is sixty dollars like I feel like they can get away with this with like Zelda and maybe like a Mario game I can uh, tell you the three the three games that they're going to do this for Zelda the mainline Mario games and Mario Kart that's it yeah yeah for sure and and that's all they need to maybe and make, rake in the money. yeah yeah and eventually when there's maybe a new Super Smash Brothers that that would yes, be, that would Smash. be those those would be the ones, and potentially Animal Crossing. Uh, sure, well. sure. Um, which of course are what, all the best se- selling games. Yeah. Well, Pokemon might end up being seventy dollars, but yeah, we don't g- have to g- talk yeah, about game, that right yeah. Now. Game, <laughs> game, game Freak is its own wild horse, and they they can just do whatever yeah, they, the fuck they want. Really, they make that decision ultimately. So, yeah. you know, Pokemon Scarlet Violet for seventy dollars. I think we'd have a yeah conversation yeah, to yeah, talk yeah, about here. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, but, I, this doesn't surprise me at all. And like I said, the, like out the gate on this, like I bought the hundred forty dollar, hundred thirty dollar collector's edition of this game. So maybe I'm a little biased because I I would be willing to spend that kind of money on mm-hmm. um, a, a new Zelda product. But you know, hey, you know, the, the I, I is, think like is, you shouldn't be surprised by seventy dollar video games anymore. It's just the thing. It just is what it is now, regardless of it being a Nintendo switch game or a PlayStation five game or a game on yeah. game on steam on PC. Like even the, even though they're, they're on a PS five or Xbox series X, they still like, if they're all across those, they, those, those are $70 on steam also like $70 yeah. is just a normal thing now for a video game. I think, you know, to, to rant a little bit here, like I just, and I, I've always hated this arbitration of, of game time, equal value game, whatever, like finding your own, arbitrary reason to put a price point on a on a game whether it's like it's 60 hours it's worth 60 bucks or whatever all that's always been stupid it always will be stupid and i'm sorry if that is like you your hill that you need to die on but it is dumb like i played journey back in 2010 and that's a like three hour game and it was 15 dollars at the time and people were outraged but it was great and and it's always going to be a subjective thing of what you Put your value in. I will tell you, Sony did not charge you seventy dollars for Horizon Forbidden West or God of War Ragnarok because they run in four K. Right? That's not. That's not why they charged you seventy dollars. That that is like the our perception outside of the business meetings, looking at these things of like, oh, well, your PS Five games are four K, so they must be seventy dollars now. No, that's stupid. All of this is stupid. It's just it is just capitalism. It's just like, all right, you know, these games are expensive, and these are what we consider our prestige games. And, and yeah. they're going to be $70 and like plenty of people played Returnal, a game that I love. And I think is definitely worth $70. It was clearly expensive to make and thought it was not worth $70. That's just, people are always going to feel like that. And that's fine. Yeah. You can feel like that. But I, I think trying to arbitrate it to of like, well, this is going to be a 30 FPS, maybe 22 FPS open right. world game that yeah. it's like all these things are arbitrary and, and it, it, you got to just, divorce yourself from like this is just a a business decision to make the $70 and inflation and how expensive this game has been to make clearly it's been in development for six years it is the longest development Zelda game ever and absolutely going to be the biggest most immense like this game if it has any of what we're talking about uh, on on this like underground and the sky sky rule and all of the map of Breath of the Wild again (laughs) it's like 
with all kinds of with with all kinds of like clearly what we saw like I definitely saw some people like giving that like oh it's just is it the same map again it's like no it's not like like you said like you can see like these massive underground areas they showed up multiple trailers these huge sky islands with like completely different things going on that we've never seen before there's all kinds of enemies we've never seen before that are like probably gonna be all over the map just doing stuff and it's like you know we have and we haven't even seen like all of like we haven't seen every environment like we've We've gotten teases that, like, you know, the Gerudo Deserts could be this insane sandstorm or something like that, like in some of like, yeah, the promo the, art. The huge uh, storm over Heber Mountain where the Rito are. Yeah. This typhoon that's just always there or something. Yeah. And there's like, you know, the 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 volcano of um, the Mount, Mount Gerudo is just like freaking erupting or whatever, you know, and it's just you can see all the malice coming out of the top of the volcano. Like we didn't see like what any of that means. So like. There's still like like you said. There's just so much stuff that we have not seen for this game still, and like, um, I I will I will say I I, I respect your um your diligence to try and avoid things from here on. But I but I will say like as soon as I see <laughs> see Tears of the Kingdom direct in April, I'm gonna be like, all right, here I come. I'm fucking yeah I'm locked in my seat. I need to I need to see all this. I need to. That's see fine. It. That's yeah. That's you know fine. what I mean. I, I'm at that point where it's like, yeah, I know I'm going to love it. So it's just like, I yes, want to be surprised. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to see more. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm with you. That was, that was uh awesome trailer. Um, yeah. Left, left emotional, man. emotional, left more questions. Like I think they were definitely trying to go for that. You know, I remember when they, when we had that like switch reveal um, in like January, February or like not like I don't think it was the reveal, but it was like a little bit after that. But they had like a big it was present- it was big, the reveal, big that. stage presentation. And like they showed that original Breath of the, Breath of the Wild trailer um, that was like the release probably trailer. one of the greatest video game trailers ever. Like, you know, still is also. Still, <laughs> I, still is. I would yeah, I would say like this trailer like didn't reach that high. But to be fair, like, again, we just literally said it's like one of the greatest shows of all time. Like, like you yeah, know, it evoked that, though. It, yes, know? it was. It was definitely going for that. And like, I would say, like, overall, like it was still like still an amazing trailer. Um, and like you said, I, I like now I want to go, yeah, see some more in-depth breakdowns of some discussions from some of those people. Watch the Zeltic video. Watch the Bandit Games video. They're very yeah. good. Those those folks are always doing good work with Zelda trailers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I and and here's the thing: if you, if you don't want to pay seventy dollars for this, you don't have to because you can go buy a couple of uh, Nintendo vouchers and pay yeah, all in all fifty dollars. Yeah. For it. Yeah. I was gonna say pay pay <laughs> Nintendo a hundred dollars so you can get you know this game and whatever else you know whatever. Um, it's, it'll, it'll be fine at the end of the day. You'll be fine. You can, you'll live, um, paying. Yeah. Or just don't play it. It's fine. You yeah. don't have to <laughs> I do. let us enjoy yeah. this and, and you yeah. go in your hateful, hateful corner or whatever. Yeah. Do do, do whatever you want to do with that. Um, but yeah, that was the February Nintendo direct overall. Yeah. It was a solid direct. Um, again, that was my feeling on it. I already said like, it's just, yeah, it was like kind of 20, 25 minutes of just like, okay, uh, eyes glazing. Soon as they announced those Game Boy stuff. Yeah, and then it was, it was like, like, it was oh. like, it was like, it was like Game Boy and you're like, okay. And then they just boom, Metroid Prime Remastered, boom, Mario Kart DLC, boom, all this other Fantasy stuff. Life Fantasy, <laughs> Fantasy Life 2. Like, oh yeah, they announced like a new Professor Layton game. They teased it. Yeah. And like, boom, you're just like, what the hell is happening right now? Let's pop it off. And then, then we got yeah. the, the Tears of the Kingdom trailer to close it off. Yeah. Awesome, awesome direct um, overall. Yeah. A good way to start off the year and show that, like, hey, I know, I know, people wanted what a new switch or like 
are kind of hungry for that successor now, but it seems like that's still, sorry, y'all, it's still maybe a year or more off. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think next year is still like very, very strong possibility, but, yeah. but, and we know nothing past July, right? Like yeah. we, we truly know True. nothing past July, which sets them up to do something in the summer, which they didn't do last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. Would be they, good. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I think they'll. I think like a lot of the other ones, they will just do their own thing, which will still probably be a direct. <laughs> but you yeah. know, yeah, we we've clearly heard that like they are not with E three. Maybe they'll be with Keeley. Who knows? But like, I think ultimately they will just whatever they do, it'll still probably just be a direct. In yeah. my eyes, and but know. they, you know, they've got got some. Um, they'll have some fun stuff there. I'm sure. I don't know what's going on in March, but they've got the Mario movies coming out in April, yeah. and then Breath of the Wild sequels finally coming out in May, uh, and then whatever's going to happen in June, we'll figure out what's going on then, and then Pikmin in, in July. So they, yeah. as far as like Nintendo as a company, they've got a, a strong few months of, of press going forward. So Yeah, 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 because like, I was trying to think of like the only other thing we know is towards the end of this year is the Mario Kart DLC, right? Like I think like, unless, yeah. unless that Splatoon expansion ends up being later, which um, it could be, which it, yeah, which it could be. Um, but like, that's like, that's all we kind of know is like, it's all, we know. that's like not really. And that's just like DLC. So, so we, we don't even know major games and, stuff. and the Xenoblade DLC. Yeah. All the things we know are just really DLC. Yeah. I, I'm still on the, the bandwagon. And it's gotta be some kind of Mario game. Yeah, so. yeah, Mario. Oh, yeah, definitely been the vibe that there's maybe some kind of Mario thing um, coming with maybe the the Mario, the the, the, the ride the coattails of the, the success of the Mario movie probably mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about let's move on now um, from direct talk because we still got some games we've been playing. Hell, um, yes. yeah, because as, as you as we said, a bunch of the Game Boy games came out of. Metroid Prime Remastered is out, yeah, out. and playable. Um, there's a bunch of a bunch of games uh, coming out that we we've been playing. Um, I have I have I have like some smaller shadow stuff. I think you have definitely played a lot more. Uh, Weirdly, yeah, this games, is my month. Switch games. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've 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 been playing a lot of games, but they've not been like Switch games. Like uh, like we said, like I've been playing like Dead Space <laughs> and mm. like some other. But Metroid Prime was definitely one I came back for. But before we get into like our deep dive into that um i'll shout out the two quick things i have which again i, I already talked about a little bit was mario kart tour uh i played a little bit of that and played that new track um it's it was, it's pretty fun piranha plant cove i've never thought about this and i probably should have beforehand can you play mario kart tour because mobile right yeah uh, can you play it with a controller um i think there's ways to do it but it does not have like basic controller support um, from what I from what I think, because it's like very tap, it's very touch screen focused. But I think there's yeah. like workarounds where like if you get those controllers that you can like map like touch screen things to, you could probably make it work. I know you can play it. On, I think you can play it on like like uh, like iPad kind of st- stuff like that as well. So I'd imagine if you can do it on that, you could probably. I figured there's got to be a way to get a controller going with that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that track's fun. I'm excited again. Still, always excited for Mario Kart stuff and that DLC, um, and I'm excited for that track to come. Um, the other quick shout I have is um, I've talked about in previous episodes was Overwatch Two started its new season, and I jumped into that Overwatch uh, season, Overwatch Two season three. I can believe it's already season three of Overwatch Two. Um, mm. I, this was the first um, season 
they didn't launch a new hero with because like the whole yeah. the, the whole thing is they're going to do basically every other season where it'd be one season's a hero, one season's a new map, one and then, and then they'll kind of go in that that order. So this is like considering we had the launch of Overwatch two and then season two was technically the first like season with a hero. Now season three is the first one with a map, and then next season um, in spring we'll have another hero. Um, I will say, even though there wasn't any hero, the new map is pretty fun. It's an Antarctica map. Um, it's like, it's like a control map. So it's like one of those where like, you know, you, you fight for that control point for a round and then, you know, whoever takes that, then you move to a different area and then it'll be a different area of the map to fight for a control point. It's one of those kind of maps. Um, it's, uh, it has like some fun, like, uh, compared to like some of the other maps, I feel like they brought with Overwatch two. Like there was not like a, there's like some little fun details, but a lot of them also like, you know, remember, I remember a lot from Overwatch one, there were a lot of cool maps that like had a lot of cool environments, but also like told kind of a little bit of a story for the world of Overwatch, right? Like not, not much of these maps had that where this was like one was like the first one that really felt like that. Cause like the whole conceit of it is, it is like this frozen, um, it's like part, it's like part of it's like a research station, um, which like May was at with like a research team and, um, she, she was stuck out there. She was like stuck out in Antarctica. And then there's also like a crash crashed, like overwatch ship in like this big, like icy ruins. Cause there's like a team that was like coming to like save them. But then like the ship crashed, but there's also like a big, like, you know, tanker ship that's also there. Um, it's all like kind of like melted into this big ice, like uh block essentially. So it's a lot of cool different very different varied environments compared to what i feel like a lot of other overwatch maps have had where like a lot of them are like you know you have like the hollywood map or like um like the like the africa like map that were like they're very like city streets you're like running down where this one will be like you know part of it is just like this like like big like ice cave and you're like on these like icy caves and stuff rather than like it being like these like other areas that so felt like a much more like actual like you know wilderness environment so to speak if that makes sense yeah, um, that's cool. Um, yeah, fun other details in there too. Like, there's like one of like the like the spawn points. Um, you will start in has a bunch of penguins in it, and they're just like hanging out. Um, and if you you can shoot the penguins, um, you can't you can't you can't murder them. But if you do Thank shoot God. them, if you do shoot them, and you have uh, it'll drain your super energy. So like if you shoot it, <laughs> it'll take like three or four points off of like your super charge if you shoot them, and you have like energy charging, which I thought was like a fun Got touch. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, f- yeah, fun, fun little map, um, for sure. Um, Overwatch is still pretty fun for me. Um, it's still kind of that thing where like I'll play a little, a little bit here and there, but I'm still just kind of you know holding my breath for that PVE mode, um, whenever that'll come. Um, another thing I, I did like, you know, because like I think like a lot of the this felt like the season where like a lot of the like you know Overwatch two launched and they took a bunch of community feedback because everyone started playing it and this was like the first real season where it felt like they were starting to like you know they heard all the feedback and now they're starting to try and have had the time to try and actually implement this stuff because um, the big thing they did was they brought back like essentially like earnable currency to buy skins in game mm. so you can't so it's not just a, a scenario where like hey if you if you played a bunch of Overwatch one but didn't get a lot of the skins when Overwatch 2 launched, the only way to go get some of those older skins if you want them was you'd have to spend money on like the, the actual paid currency to get that. Where now, um, even if you don't buy the battle pass and you're just playing the on like the free track of the current battle pass, um, you can earn currency just by playing matches through like leveling up that battle pass. 
and then use that currency to then like go buy old, go buy skins, go buy different like emotes or other things like that. So like you can go back and start earning uh, that stuff, which was very, very cool to see. And then if you do buy the battle pass, you'll get even more of that currency at, on like the paid tiers of that, of that battle pass. So um, I, I don't know the exact like rate, but I want to say they said like, if you do like a full season, even on free track, you at least be able to buy like, like, you know, a couple of the legendary tier, like at least like one or maybe even one legendary skin and maybe like some other like low, like purple and blue tier skins or other cosmetics alongside that. So that's, that's pretty decent. Um, uh, definitely something that the game needed was like, you know, uh, to give you to the ability to get some of that stuff that like you see stuff, um, just by yeah. play, just by freaking playing the game. <laughs> Yeah, um, and and even in Overwatch One, earning the the coins, the currency was like right. either a random drop in a, a loot crate, or if you got like a duplicate, you would get coins instead. Yeah, um, which I guess they they helped their duplicate protection later on. But so it's honestly even maybe a more streamlined way to earn that currency. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're literally just doing what you, what you were doing already is just like you know each season has a battle pass and you're leveling up the battle pass to get that stuff. I will say I probably will level up some of this battle pass. Um, just because there are like a lot, lot of the skins in this one in particular speaking to me more. There's a really good um, Cassidy skin that makes him the Invisible Man, and it's straight up just like uh, like a black like a kind of like a black suit, and then he has like his hat on, but then his, his like face and head are just gone. It's invisible. He just has like little goggles and like a cigar, and he's just like <laughs> so the Invisible Man. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's yeah that one's really good. Uh, the mythic skin, like which is like the level eighty, like the final skin on it is for um, Kiriko, the new character, and they made her like like um uh, like the whole theme of this season because they've been doing like themes each season. Like last ones was like Greek gods. This one is like more like um I think like Japanese or Chinese like deities and gods and stuff this time around. So she's mm-hmm. like Amaterasu, and it straight up and it straight up makes uh, like her have these cool effects. Like she has like this little crown on. And like when she like powers up, you can see it like in the main menu and like see it on like different variants of that skin. It like lights up and like transforms on her head in real time. It looks really cool. Um, and it also makes her like uh, her her ultimate ability where she makes like the big shrine like uh, towers and little fox that runs across. It changes like the, the visual looks of that where it makes them like more like like Japanese kind of shrine like big archways and like you'll see like the fox is like a little bit more like a little bit more like a like a different like Kits- style like fuck kitsune kind of style yeah yeah it looks really cool um so yeah i might actually uh, grind out that skin one other thing i will point out also that was announced with this is they're also doing their first like collab i don't know if you saw this but they're i didn't they're collaborating with one punch man <laughs> so there's going to be the only skin they've shown so far is a doom fist skin where he straight up just has like just the one punch man, like yellow outfit. And he has like a big red fist and he's awesome. straight up and straight up. Just, he has like voice lines. Like he just says one punch is all I need. And he just, <laughs> and he, he just does like a big, you know, just a big exploding punch. And like, and, and apparently according to that, there will be more than just that, uh, that skin for him. Um, and there will, this will be like some kind of like event during the season where like, it'll be like a week or two where you can like do certain things and actually earn some of, some of these skins that are like these one punch man crossovers. So it won't just be like, Hey, here's a bunch of skins you can buy. I'm sure there'll be a few you have to buy, but, um, there will also be actual earnable ones as well. Cause it's like a whole event going on. So that was, that That's was pretty cool. cool. They said this was the first one they were going to do. So it seems like there will be 
future collaborations where with, with Overwatch skins and other properties coming to the game. So that was yeah. that, that was cool. Yeah, Over, Overwatch still it's still pretty fun. I you know I but say just the, the, always the Qualms as a solo player just jumping in and just kind of accepting my fate of like yeah there's there's never going to be any kind of coordination with these random people. I'm jumping into quick play with and no and a lot of people just don't care anyway because they're just like probably doing what I'm doing and just checking the checking the the daily box or the weekly boxes to like level up the battle pass so whatever um that's fine um but I still have a little bit of fun with it now and again yeah um but that's 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 mostly that's mostly it um for me in terms of terms of uh game stuff I've been playing besides Metroid Prime but you have a lot um, a lot of stuff you've been playing as well so why don't you go ahead and talk about some stuff you've been playing yeah uh, my very good friend brant range uh came to visit in january we hung out for a bit and mm-hmm. we i we'd originally talked about not knowing that it wouldn't be online co-op playing bowser's fury together and now we were in person together for real so we finally i finally played bowser's fury uh local co-op which was very fun nice. um cool seeing what Bowser's Fury was and, and kind of like what people were excited about with it. Definitely really liked it. Liked the the little bank menu of power-ups that you have. Yeah. Re- reiterating how much I love Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. Um, and boy, would I love a Switch port of Super Mario 3D Land. I know that 3D is a big part of that game, uh, but... Eh, it's fine. It's fine. Just yeah, do it do anyway. It. Just do it anyway. Do yeah. it anyway. Um, uh... But yeah, that was fun. We also ended up playing like we played through all of Super Mario Bros. Three, and then we played a, a good amount of Super Mario World as well. Just nice. hanging out and playing some Mario because Brands is very good at Mario games, and I remembered that I'm very not. Um, <laughs> so, or at least it's just been a while, so I had to clear off a lot of rust. Um, uh, play still playing Pokemon Scarlet. Still, every time they add a terror raid with a new Pokemon, I'm in there day one making a weird making a build of a pokemon which is something i never thought i'd say (laughs) to anyone i'm like getting the it's like all right i gotta retrain slow bro over here and do some re ev training i guess and it's like all right this is my this is who i am now i don't even recognize (laughs) yes could say what what, what have i become yeah Uh, um, (laughs) but yeah it was um uh greninja which was you know another kind of like nice cool more challenge oriented like he does two stat wipes where he clears all your buffs uh, but he does them like right away and that makes it kind of easier so it ended up being a little bit easier than uh cinderace which was the last one um and yeah just uh hashed him into a froki and leveled him up just to get him you know get all the non-existent pokedex entries uh counted for in my brain mm-hmm. uh and and grinded it out a little bit to get some extra exp candies and stuff and then uh call it a day loved it uh just a really cool relationship i've developed with pokemon in my later years <laughs> nice yeah out. yeah that's awesome yeah i it's it's cool i i if you had asked me this time last year if i would be this into a pokemon game ever in my life i'd have said no very very definitively mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are <laughs> um i played through all of the minish cap also we don't necessarily have to talk about it but that game's great yeah good <laughs> good, good video game yeah good video game great like just it's very different than the other capcom zelda games which will eventually be coming to the game boy stuff um oracle of ages and seasons which are phenomenal two of my favorites to be honest yeah um and minish cap is like very different very obviously the art style is inspired inspired by uh wind waker a lot bring a lot of the enemies from that while also creating some new ones 
just fun shrinking down and walking through like Hyrule Castle Town, which is so good in this game yeah. in particular because it's bustling. There's people to talk to and there's side quests to do. The Din, Nehru, and Ferrore are there and you can help them like move into houses and stuff, which is a nice little yeah. reference to uh, uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Um, yeah, and you, you're like walking as like this little two pixel dot when you shrink down, <laughs> yeah. going in, in and out of houses and stuff. Super good, super fun, great writing, and and some just great level design in that game that I really appreciated this time through. Um, and then uh, just the big things left. So, been playing Fire Emblem Engage. We did uh, viewpoints on this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've only played a little bit past that, uh, but so far just really loving it. It is like in a lot of ways Fire Emblem Awakening spiritual successor of like that style of game brought the weapon triangle back they brought the world map back they still have the hub area kind of thing from fire emblem three houses where you can walk around and talk to everybody um they've taken out marriage which i am still undecided on how i feel about it we'll see like (laughs) once we get to the end of the game um but i i think they've just done a lot of great stuff it's very wholesome you know it's it's much more on the uh innocent uh you know positive vibes anime end of things where everyone is you know, you're very obviously the good guys. The bad guys are very obviously the bad guys. There's no like weird gray area conversations like three houses had, which were good. Um, so, you know, you might be missing that here. But like I, I've said before, I didn't really love three houses. I didn't like how any character could be any class. I thought that kind of takes away from, you know, this is my big knight guy and this is my my sword fighter guy. Right. And I, yeah. I like having those classes uh, or at least those characters kind of have a personality built up that makes an accompaniment to their class. And then you see them level up to what they can be mm. as opposed to you deciding what they should yeah, be, what they should be. Yeah. Um, sure. And you know, the, the teaching stuff was cool. All of that is just completely gone out of this game. I know I've seen a lot of mixed thoughts on, on this game just for people that really like three houses. So just keep that in mind if, if you're still on the fence, but if you like, traditional fire emblem especially if you like like awakening uh or fates or things like that i think this will will really appeal to you nice um cool but you know you're not here for the story all right you're here for the yeah, fun anime you're, you're here for the anime the anime gang the gang your gang of anime tactics sword yeah. guys and ladies yeah you're you're like make do family of folks right that come together to stop the bad guys you know that's what it's all about and it's fun and it knows what it is and it doesn't try and pretend to be anything else so i i really enjoy engage so far uh and i like the engage like the the anime girl transform <laughs> transformation it's like oh you can become sailor moon all of a sudden and, and yeah. use with the soul of marth from yeah. a different dimension it's, yeah it's definitely that, yeah interesting that viewpoints of seeing them like yeah getting these like crazy yeah over the top anime girl form super <laughs> like sentai almost like yeah you know, with like glowy with things glow, floating glow, behind flow, them crazy armor and like they're like flying like boosting around like they're like almost in mech suits too yeah, and don't forget don't forget to polish your rings Polish the rings. <laughs> it's not horny keep, at all. Keep don't them, don't keep, them ha- keep them happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> watch that viewpoints because it's very yeah, good. Yeah, at least yeah, at least we yeah, watched watch the last few minutes of that for the whole, <laughs> whole, the whole event. Yeah. Um, so the Sea of Stars put out a demo. Uh, this is the next game from Sabotage, who made the Messenger. It's their second game. Uh, big fan of the Messenger. 
big fan of sabotage like having actually gotten to meet and get to know some of those folks there um mm. and and really like their vibe and their games and their writing so this has been the top of my list it's actually my it's like the number one pick on my fantasy draft league for my fantasy critic for folks out there doing that <laughs> nice because uh, i do think this is going to come out and it's going to be like a nines and tens situation yeah, it's going to be really really solid um they put out a demo um shadow dropped it during that direct i've played through the demo it's pretty short ish i think it's like 45 minutes it is not like the octopath demo right or square enix's recent demos um it is like a very vertical slice there's a couple of time jumps where it'll move you a little bit more forward to get to a thing to experience some different mechanics um uh, so it is not indicative of the game really but all you gotta know music's great uh, our style's great. Uh, there's a world map that you walk around like Chrono Trigger because this game is very, very, very inspired yeah, by very, Chrono Trigger. Very Chrono Trigger, yeah. Um, really interesting battle mechanics too. So you've got the I, I would compare it more to like Super Mario RPG or Mario and Luigi, especially style action commands with nice. attacks. So um, your basic attack, you can get a second hit off um, if you time it right, and then a majority of the special moves that aren't healing moves um, is some kind of mini game to uh, prolong the attack and do more damage. Like one is very similar to like the turtle shell special move from superstar saga, which you can play right now. Awesome. Um, Where like they, they kick the turtle shell back and forth between Mario and Luigi and it keeps hitting enemies. There's a mechanic very similar to that in this demo that one of the characters can do also love it. Great stuff. Thank you make games like this it's not that hard please i think it's probably very hard actually (laughs) um but i love it um and you get to do a dungeon that's pretty cool where you're like mixing uh green different colored crystals to open different colored portals that will lead to different parts of this um there are other mechanics that that are really cool like so there are combo moves like chrono trigger you know where two characters will do a move together but you have to build up a separate meter for that um, which you can build it up faster by doing better timing on, on some of your other things or better guards because there's guard timing as well. Uh, and then the combo moves use either one point, two point, or three points of your meter. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to let it build before you can use some of those stronger moves. I hope that that builds faster later um, when you have more stuff to do just because it, it felt like I didn't get to use those a lot because uh, it resets at the end of every fight. Um, but there's also this thing where if you do timing attacks on enemies, they'll like explode out like little gems and then you can <laughs> hold a button and absorb a portion of those gems to power up your next move, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And it'll help build combo meter faster. So there is this kind of like dynamic aspect of getting hits, uh, which will give you your SP back, which will let you do your special moves, which will then you can power up and get your combo meter and then do your combo moves. Uh, so there's definitely like this kind of gameplay loop of just turn-based combat that is really, really unique and I think super cool. And I know when nice. other characters and party members come into the, the play and other moves and combo abilities unlock, uh, it's just going to get even crazier. Uh, and also there's no revives, right? When somebody goes down, they're just stunned for a couple rounds and then they'll get themselves back up. Uh, nice. Which I thought was cool. Definitely like gets tense too. Like the, There's one boss fight that's pretty tough. 
um and and you know like it has an attack that does a lot of damage and two people go down and it's like all right i can't revive them so i just have to heal my one character keep them up until they get up on their own so it kind of adds a different level of strategy and tension into the fighting uh that i really liked you know it was both really you know old school and traditional and classic while also having like really refreshing ideas and mechanics in there that all of them worked for me <laughs> you yeah. know sounds so cool. it's a it's a great little demo it's not like going to give you a big idea of what's going on in the story or anything so if if that's what you're looking for for this game uh, i don't think it's going to feed you that but if you want to get a little taste of what this game is going to feel like to play i do recommend it it's very different than than other stuff that you're playing out there right now so cool very good see if stars uh, see if stars that is out in august as well that was in the direction yeah great great time frame to release nice summer game i think uh messenger also came out in august uh i can't wait can't wait to play yeah uh, looks, uh, looks awesome the only other thing metroid prime remaster metroid prime remaster we've both been playing a bunch of this i am mm-hmm. i am i think i think i saw you you, you finished it you you're yeah you were I finished, finished it last night finished it last night nice i am i am like almost done i am like in the cleanup of the artifacts at, at the very end so i think i only mm-hmm. need like two or three i think i need like two or three more and then i can go uh finish finish the game essentially Beat ridley's butt kick his butt and yeah you said it man holy crap this the still a phenomenal video game um really great updates that the game needed the one the one thing i will say um i wished was there i wouldn't have mind if they added this added it in would be um like an auto save kind of thing yeah um, no auto save yeah there is no autosave. It is still pretty traditional in that like you go to save points, you save there. And if you, let's say, go through a whole section and forget where another save room is and get the get the power bomb and then have realized you've gotten gotten so far and slowly petered out your health bar and then lose it all and then have to do it in that entire phase on mine section again. Yeah. Well, it was unfortunate but you know hey. that exact thing has happened to me before so yep, I, that literally I happened know. to me already <laughs> yep. so, so yeah so yeah it's it's you know it is what it is you know it's not not to say you know that's it's a ruin ruined the experience by any means but you know it is you know it, it, it faithfully makes that classic 2000s video game gamecube era video game you know that metroid prime is it still yeah. has still a lot of that is there um you know Funnily enough, the only Metroid game, because there's so few of them with autosave, because I don't think uh, Other M has it either, is Metroid Dread. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, Dread. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. Other, other than that, other than that minor thing, though, like, yeah, this game, yeah, it's, I, I'm so happy how much, much it continues to hold up and is still, like, probably one of my all time favorite video games in, in some yeah. regards. I just I love so much about it. The the whole the whole aesthetic of it still holds up. The music the music is still absolutely one of the so best good. one of the best music like video game soundtracks there's probably ever been. Yeah, like you know, there's just you know the, all the so so many um like good little moments like you know first getting to freaking the the snow area for the first time is still like an iconic video game moment for me and just walking in there and hearing the music. Yeah, it being very somber, and then you like kind of walk around the area a little bit more, and it's like kind of quiet, and then you get like deeper into the parts, and it's like holy crap, you're in this like crazy Metroid facility that was like sunken in this snow ruins, and there's space pirates everywhere. 
And then you come, then you come out of it, and you get that like quick, out of nowhere shot of just like you know he shows the ground, and you just see Ridley's shadow going over the ground. It's just like man, man, fucking yes, good video yes. game, yes. yes. It's like it's, all those moments came back. And it's like, like yes. If Metroid Prime Four is fifty percent as good as this video game, it's gonna be really good. Yeah, it's gonna be an amazing video game. Yeah. Yeah, like sure. thinking about like because this is such an old game, right? Yeah, you know things like Metroid Prime Four as a modern video game. Like, imagine if like you're just wandering around Fendrana drifts and like Ridley just comes down and you have like a, a yeah. fight with him yeah, just, you're just randomly, just, just randomly fighting him. Like thinking thinking about like walking around a Metroid environment like this. That's maybe like a like a, like two the two or three the times the size of yeah. these because these like these rooms are still like you know it's a 2000 what three video game i think 2002 so it's like you know you have these pretty small boxes uh, environments that you're kind of going through so to think of like you know one of like a single map in metroid prime could just be like a, a small section in a, in, a, in a main area in a prime game potentially like to yeah. think of like that on its own is like wow like yes, give me that video game right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so ready Holy for crap. that game. Holy crap! Uh, yeah, I was definitely like more on the skeptical side of the controls of like, you know, there's always been this conversation of like, oh, just port it to Switch and give it dual sticks. I'm like, okay, I mean, but it's it's not it wasn't built like that. Yeah. So this new control scheme that they've made, I'm I was like super happy to see how much work clearly making went into making it work yeah um it has like really good generous aim assist if you don't want to use the lock-on stuff uh and kind of tracking for if it's like in that that circular cone um which is really great and the lock-on still works great and you can go in and customize the controls to a point where like you can do the lock-on but still move the reticle like you can with the motion controls and the uh version uh there's just so many there's like great stuff for like people new accessibility settings for like folks coming to this game for the first time uh where like it'll have you auto look down every time you jump and doing the platform sections which Mm -hmm. i think is like super good i know a lot of people uh did not like do not like that about destiny yeah (laughs) throw that out there yeah yeah. so and i I know some people you know once you get a vibe for it i think it, it, it gets pretty easy but uh you know that that's definitely been a thing i've seen people struggle with with these games first person platforming in general um but they've added stuff to to kind of help with that and th- this new control stream is great the classic is great using the gamecube controller is great which i also did uh, just to <laughs> yeah. see what would happen i also mm-hmm. did the motion controls just uh, i played through uh, a section with it i've been doing my my hard mode playthrough and those work really cool uh i don't think they're as good as the Wii motion controls because with that it was like you hold the plus button and then point in a direction and it'll switch visors and then you hold the minus button and point in a direction it'll switch beams so uh, I liked that system a lot and I actually really like those motion controls I still think the trilogy is a great way to play this game mm-hmm. um, but you know this is I was worried that this would have things that i felt were missing but no they have that as an option if you want to play it that way they yep. have the european vo for the intro and outro cutscenes, <laughs> um which was exclusive to the european version and the japanese vo uh which is was not in the trilogy um they have new concept art for the game and the old concept art that you could unlock from the original game and the metro prime trilogy so you can kind of compare them before and that new concept art is phenomenal by the way yep. check it out if you have not um yep. 
Yeah, I'm like really. This is like top to bottom one of the best remasters I've just seen done. Yep. Period. Agreed. Um, and uh, yeah, Retro worked on this. Uh, Iron Galaxy worked on this. Multiple su- support studios worked on this. Um, someone I knew worked on this that I didn't know that they worked on oh, this. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, that's really cool, actually. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, so this is what a treat. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what is what absolute treat that they just like also just like drop this mid direct again. Again, that was just like such a such a banger surprise uh thing to do and yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah 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 i'm so happy this just yeah, exists on a modern a modern way to play this game now at any time is like like in some ways is all i really wanted and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the fact that we just got like this a little bit more above and beyond that of like it's a bunch of like really like really nice visuals visual updates yeah. that like look really good even you know i know i know people like get on the switch a lot for it, it having things and a lot of those are fair pretty fair criticisms of like you know games just like running not great on that but like when they when they nail it they nail it like and they this this remaster absolutely nails it it looks so good um i, I really like the, the the visual updates while also yeah. keeping like the 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 core and classic like vibe of that game still intact like that's the, that is like that is like a, a very awesome feat for this for this for the people uh, to do. Um, yeah, I, like this this might be a weird comparison, but the best comparison I could make honestly is the Last of Us Part One uh, remastered mm-hmm. for PS Five. It is it feels a lot like that. Obviously, it's not a PS Five looking game, but like the what they did with that game, all new textures everywhere, all new character models everywhere. Um, and accessibility settings and control scheme options spruced in yeah. very similar to to that in just like a very great way to play this game. I know a lot of y'all didn't have a GameCube. I know a lot of y'all didn't buy Metroid Dread like I asked you to. So please, please, yeah, please, please buy this. Buy it's freaking it's freaking only forty dollars. It's cheaper. Like that's a forty absolute steal for forty dollars. If, you, if you're asking somebody like me, but but yeah. still, um, yeah, I I am having so much fun with it and i tell you i'm gonna keep pl- gonna keep playing it trying i'm gonna get that 100 percent for sure and get out get all the stuff yeah and like yeah just took uh, all of my self-control not to immediately boot up metric program 2 after finishing <laughs> yeah i know right now it's like now it's now it's now it's the weight of like man i have i i i, I can live with if they just port prime 2 and prime 3 to the yeah. like i could i'll live if they do that and i'll still buy them and play them but man, I would. Uh, man, if they could, I would love this treatment. This treatment oh, yeah. to to both of them now. I think it really will just. I think it'll just be a factor of like the if how like what is the where is the the status of Prime Four? Like if like if yeah. you know, Retro is like full in on that now at this point. Like I think that probably I like then I'm like then I'm like okay fine yeah don't do the boards keep keep just, yeah just work on that work fine. work it's on fine. that it's fine. But like who knows maybe if this does. Um, who knows how well this will sell or perform um, again. Cause like, you know, they kind of put it out initially as digitally it's available digitally now. And the physical version of it will be out. I think the 22nd of this month. Yep. So like, I think, I think that'll affect the sales of it in some ways, but like it is, it is already the number one on the shop listing though, which yeah. is, I was very happy to see. Yeah. That, that is, that is definitely a good sign for it. And yeah, I hope, yeah, I hope it does really well. And I hope this also is the actual like to an extent the like the we're ramping up we're ramping up for Prime Four like it's not like they help they because like you know I saw the thing I saw an article about they 
they this was this primary master was ERC ESRB rated eighteen months ago. <laughs> so that wow, th- that means yeah. like they've just had this ready to go. Like like they've said like you know I've, there's definitely been a lot of talk about like Nintendo sometimes just holds on to stuff and we just have known like uh, that's yeah. why like you hear when you had weird things like. Miyamoto talking about Pinkman four years ago or whatever. And like this, we, these yeah. like always these rumors of like this thing, exists. Fire Emblem engage, which yeah, was exactly. done for months. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so like they've just had this for like two and a half, like almost two years, just kind of like chilling on the back burner or whatever. That's, I heard that it started development in 2019. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, I, 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 I Hope this. Hope they've this been holding on this because they knew that like the maybe maybe they 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 started that with you know the idea that you know oh Prime Four is going to take a lot longer. Let's do this now then, kind yeah. of thing. It could be that because I know they like completely restarted the the development of that. Um, yeah, they started. So, that's right. They started development of this remaster when Retro took over for Prime Four. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of the hope is that like you know now that they finally have put this out, that gives you a little bit more sightline of like okay maybe now we'll start getting maybe maybe later this year we'll get Prime Two and then maybe early next year we'll get Prime Three and then maybe the following holiday or maybe that. Uh, but I grant granted that Don't then tease me like that. But then granted, you know that leaves you know. That means are we going to have two more years of the Switch, or is, is Prime Four going to be maybe a launch game for something else now? Like you know, that's what I'm thinking. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or f- or a first point. year game, I think. Right. Um, that's 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 uh that's definitely now still the long tail or much more long tail tangible thing now. We're like now like Prime was Prime Four was always this you know ethereal thing for so long because of that restart of that development. Like, well, but they had to, they're completely restarting development. So like, this is just like, yeah, this is just a, um, I'm very blanking on the term, but just like a non-existent video game more or less now. Yeah. So now I just don't Va- even want vaporware to, vaporware. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Basically now become like a vaporware thing where it's, it's, it'll, it'll happen when it happens. I don't even want to think about it until it becomes like a much more yeah, exactly tangible thing. We're like, I now it's Zelda like, in three months. I yep. got to, <laughs> Yeah, I gotta think about it. Yep, but now, but now, like Prime, Prime, this Prime One remaster that at least like puts it in my mind a little bit more of like, okay, if they're at least willing to put something like this out now, that means they, Mm. that means they're people like they're, that means that that thing like Prime Four is probably becoming a more real thing now. Finally, so that is it's why they waited for sure. This was you know. Yep. Grub was like, "Hey, you know, this could drop in November." And it's like clear, like they were going to announce and release it. Like, was the strategy is just the vibe that I get? Um, but they waited for a reason, and and no other reason comes to mind than Prime Four and wherever that's at. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we'll have to see in the future um, what the future holds, because I think that's um, all we have to talk about here on this episode or this trip to Nintendo Land, Alex. Um, yeah. was it was Look forward to our our destiny 2 episode in march <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> um we'll be yeah i was gonna say um we'll, we'll be back probably in march i will say I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say more realistically it'll probably be end of march okay. end of march yeah. maybe even early april 
just because again, like we said, we are uh, we have a de- we have a lot of Destiny to play pretty soon and to cover over on Helm to Tower. So hey, if you just you know mm-hmm. if you, if you are some cross section of people who listen to our Nintendo thing and don't her and have not realized we do Destiny stuff, yeah, go check out youtubecom Helm to Tower. Um, mm-hmm. um, but if you're not and you just like us, hey, we, you know we have another podcast that we're going to be doing weekly um, covering that stuff, so you can just listen to us to more if you want to do that for whatever reason um but yeah thanks again everybody for joining us on a trip to nintendo land we'll be back again like i said late march early april talk about more nintendo stuff probably some mario kart dlc hopefully maybe i'll play of octopath 2 by then i don't know um and whatever whatever else whatever else happens in the world of nintendo uh we'll see you then and uh everyone have a good one we'll see you next time Bye-bye. Bye.